Yeah. To bill of credit. <laughs> bill of credit. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, and welcome to the Savage Podcast. I'm Rose, also known as Cheap Lazy Vegan on YouTube. And I'm Daniel, one of your favorite guest stars on Cheap Lazy Vegan's YouTube channel. We're two friends who love to talk about the latest trending topics. So get comfortable and join us while we give our savage take on just about everything. You are currently listening to the previous episode of this podcast, but if you would like to listen to this week's episode and get some exclusive content, go over to patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Hello. How are you, Eve? I is good. How you is? You Rose? is good. You sure? Mm-hmm. You be a bit stressed? I'm not stressed <laughs> at all. I'm just living my best life. It's happy Monday. <laughs> happy Monday. I made you a chamomile tea so you can mm. relax. Yes. Uh huh. Sorry, guys, if my voice is a little bit like hoarse. I feel like my body's just in You need, you need to get down. some rest, Daniel. Yes. You be burning yourself out. God damn, life be busy. You be doing too much. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. I told Daniel that we need to start uh, socializing more and we've both taken that to the extreme level. Which is good. As we always do. We're yeah. very extreme people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, perfect. I can fit in working out five times a week, a, ho- a home reno, the podcast, uh, dating and, and a socializing job. and a full-time job. <laughs> no problem. I mean, no one needs to see the state of my house right now. So that's totally fine. Yeah, I finally cleaned my home like two days ago and it's already getting messy. I was going to say, did you? Well, I didn't clean my <laughs> office. Thank you very much. I would appreciate a little, you know, acknowledgement. <laughs> you cleaned the main area? I told you it was getting messy again. <laughs> Guys, the clean house does not last very long. It does. It's crazy. It's like the next thing you know, it's I know, just... I know. We, we, yeah. Mm. Let's not. Let's mm. not get into that. Let's not Anyway, guys, all. we got some new patrons. We sure do. Woo! Guys, just a reminder, if you want to join us on Patreon, you get exclusive episodes every single month. Mm -hmm. Um, This month, we're going to talk about the... Controversial. The the controversial new video by the Cosmic Skeptic on YouTube. So if you guys didn't catch, I think we talked about it in the previous Patreon exclusive. Yeah. But basically, we talked about his community post on on -hmm. YouTube where he basically talked about why he was no longer vegan. Cosmic Skeptic is this like YouTuber guy that... um, talks about philosophy and he's like very into like philosophical ethical arguments these like these things and he was vegan for a couple years maybe yeah and recently he's uh he's announced that he's no longer vegan Mm. and he did it initially on a community post and now he's finally made a video double down and he we we got to discuss it there's a lot to discuss and we're gonna do it on patreon because uh you know we like to be a bit more uh how do you say it rose (laughs) raw raw So if you guys want to hear our thoughts on that, that will be in the March exclusive. Yep. And so you get the exclusive episodes every month and mm-hmm. you get every episode a week earlier than everyone else and you get ad free content. So make sure you join us. It is yep. patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Yep. The links are always in the show notes yep. and the YouTube description. And yep. you get a little shout out. You do. And it starts as little as $3 a month, guys. Yeah. So, so shout out to Alex. Mary. Mary Mary Orby. No, I'm so sorry. Mary Orby. There you go. Mary Mary Orby. Okay, Mary Orby. What a name. Jakota. 
Jagoda. 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 Thank Thanks, you so guys. much. Sorry we butchered your names, yep. but we appreciate the support. <clears throat> yep. So make sure you join on Patreon. Yeah. And for our new uh, patrons as well, feel free to give us a message. Let us know what you would like us to talk about in maybe April or May's exclusive. Yes. Yeah. Or maybe we'll touch on it in the uh, March exclusive oh, if we damn. have time. Oh, God damn. Anyway, guys. God damn. God damn. March exclusive is coming soon, my yes. friends. So, uh, <laughs> guys, we are now going to get into our regular episode and there is this is gonna be another venting episode oh god damn we, we this is I'm all we're doing oh you are in a mood and angry daniel's my favorite daniel <laughs> i know it's so funny because like me and rose will be out and rose always like if i because normally i'm like pretty like like well consistent. recently i know <laughs> okay you know what rose you know what you know what they say about older age you know i'm turning into a bitter old man <laughs> Oh my god, it's like that movie, like Grumpy Old Men. That's gonna be me. Is that a movie? <clears throat> yeah, there's like a movie called Grumpy Old Men. <laughs> um, but uh, basically, guys. <clears throat> oh, are we, are we getting into it? We're getting into okay. it. Okay. Unless did you have any other announcements? No, no. Oh, the trip. Oh, guys. By yeah. the way, there are still spots available for Thailand and Bali. So if you guys want to come with us mm -hmm. to Thailand and or Bali, yep. the links are always, again, going to be in the show notes until yep. the, the spots sell out. And they are filling up. Yeah, so they are filling up, guys. Go. And it's going to be so much fun. It's going to be vegan. We're going to chill. We're going to do fun things, eat delicious vegan food. It's going to be a fun time. I'm excited. I'm very excited. It'll be nice. It'll be the it'll relaxation be so I nice. need. Oh my God. It'll be so nice. Although uh, it's a little crazy. Like there's a lot. There's probably going to be a lot of activities, oh God, damn. but we'll do some relaxation oh God, as well. Damn. Anyway, anyway, my friends. So, so <laughs> the first thing I wanted to talk about, okay, <laughs> we, uh, gotta, we gotta clarify things again. Yes, or double down. We're gonna again. double. We're gonna double down because you know how much we love it when people double down. We are also gonna fucking double down we're, here. We're okay, we're becoming a controversial podcast. We all, it's very quick. That I didn't realize how controversial is becoming because obviously we had the whole. We're fat shamers. <laughs> and now what, Daniel? We're <laughs> child groomers. And now we're child groomers. Okay, well, no. okay. let's okay, let's not. People didn't say that. But That's still. true. That's true. They but, didn't say I that. Mean, but. Okay, you go. So you basically, guys, I do have a lot to say yes. about this. So basically, guys, what we're talking about, which recently came out, is around... Um, drag show performances and how there's this law or legislation or bill that's that's trying to get passed in the U.S., um, which is basically going to be like banning um, drag shows from certain areas. It's going to be only to like 18 plus venues. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> I know this has become a really big trend in a lot of cities. A lot of cities are having like drag brunches or there might be like Pride in the Park performances right. or things like that. So I guess like this bill could potentially stop that so that it restricts performers to be just in a nightclub. Now, <clears throat> the the reason behind this and why a lot of Republicans, this is Republican law, of course, of course, um, is they're saying that drag show performances are harmful to children. Sure. So that was that's their main argument. They're like, it's not that good, you know, you know, blah blah blah. They're so sexualizing. They're, they're, or they're <clears throat> yeah. Basically, yeah. that's what it is. That's what they're saying, right? It, exactly. Yeah. I think they're basically like, yeah, this is too sexual of a performance. Blah 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 blah. I have a, a lot of things to say about this. <laughs> basically, like, yeah, saying that it's over sexualized, all this stuff, and that like kids shouldn't be going. Um, and we want to pr protect our children. This is Ugh. the big thing. They want to protect. They their always want to protect the fucking kids. Yeah, but I was surprised <laughs> because me and Rose talked about this the last last episode or two episodes ago. Two episodes ago, yeah. People lost it. There were some people that were like, "God damn, I yeah. didn't know. I thought you got. I didn't think that would be a controversial." Uh, but it is. Apparently, it is. So one person. So I have to address a couple of the comments. That the the Republican marketing is working. Oh, I, it, apparently it is. Yeah. Um, then for the first comment, which really, really Hurt like you? irked me the most. Should I read it out loud? No, let's not read it out loud. I don't okay. Name and shame. Okay, you don't even want though we could. Um, but sure. but somebody had commented, and again, we're open to feedback and criticism, and like, I, I, <laughs> are we? <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't sound like we are, but we are. We have our opinions. Yeah, but like you know what if somebody had come up and said hey here's some 
studies or some valid proof as to why these are actually harmful to children, then okay, cool. But the first person that commented, of course, brought up my favorite topic, which is the Bible, and said about <laughs> about how that particular lifestyle is considered an abomination. Because originally I had said, you know, hey, number one, first of all, there are not hundreds of drag show performances just in the I streets, know. first of all. It's just like not a big thing. It's not. Uh, God, it's just crazy. Secondly, generally when there is a drag show performance, you have to go to where they're performing, be it yeah. at drag brunch, be it at a nightclub, be it at a festival or whatever. You physically have to go. And if somebody yeah. has kids, they have the choice yes. to bring their children. Yeah. There is nobody forcing you to take your kids to a drag show. If you don't want to take them to a drag show because you believe that it's X, Y, Z, you don't have to do it. Yeah. Like no one's forcing you. So that's, oh, yeah. that's, that's number one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, I have it to comment. And I said, like, one of the things that I think is really important, especially with children is is when you expose children to lots of different things. Like, for example, if you have a lot of, like, uh, interracial, fr- uh, interracial, mixed multi-racial racial friends, friends, multiracial friends, all this stuff, and your kids grow up around that kind of atmosphere, they're more accepting and less likely to become a racist, right? Like, yeah. that's just as naturally, because it's not foreign to them. It's not something that's like... Sure. And it's the same with, like, gay people and, like, drag queens and trans and all of these things that are considered, like, kind of al- alternative, if you will, sure. or, or different from the norm. It's like, if you expose your children to that, and I'm not saying, like over-sexualized yeah. ass-clapping cheeks in the face and shit. But <laughs> Apparently like, they think they're all like that. I don't... They're not. Okay. <laughs> like maybe at the ni- maybe in the nightclub they probably are. Like yeah. they're a bit well, more people like... people are saying like some of the comments said and you know maybe I'm... You know maybe they are... Like they, they were saying like there are situations where you know they show their ass or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't believe it. I well, no, here's they the might wear like there little panties be. and here's stuff. Here's the thing. There probably are. Yeah. But I would imagine that this is not the norm. Okay. Yeah. I imagine that there were maybe one or two instances where this happened. It was yeah. filmed and posted online and mm-hmm. everyone thinks this is what drag show, uh, you are know, all about. Yeah for, yeah. for children. And it's funny because like, again, kind of digressing a little bit, but I watched, I've been on, I was on TikTok surprisingly. You were on TikTok. Which God. doesn't happen often. Um, That's good. <laughs> yeah. Are you, are you joking? It doesn't, I don't go on that often. Okay, TikTok. continue. What do you think I is? I don't know. Every time I send you a TikTok, you're like, I saw that already. <laughs> it's because our algorithms are identical. Um, but anyway, some ladies, a couple people, it wasn't just one. It was, I think I saw two, sure. where some moms were like joking about everything because they're also hearing all this backlash about drag shows. And they're like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I'm going to go undercover. I'm going to take my kids. And let's see what happens at these drag Did shows. Did they show? Yeah. Okay. And she like filmed the, her kid, her two young daughters uh-huh. at the drag show. The two young daughters had the best time. The performance artists brought them up uh, like into the middle where they were doing the drag brunch. They like did little like things like fun. And did they did they do some ass clapping? Daniel? No, they did not. Did ass they clap. expose their ass cheeks. No, I mean yes, they were wearing like skimpy clothes. <laughs> yeah, but like they weren't like ass clapping in front of the yeah. children on the table, uh-huh. you know. So and that I, I think I saw two TikToks that were like that. So I'm like, okay. That's interesting. interesting. And even the, the lady was like, the kids were like leaving and smiling and laughing. She's like, oh, my kids are so traumatized from this, you know, <laughs> this experience. I should definitely shelter them from it. Um, but but anyway, like on a side point, again, guys, this is a choice. Like I'm not saying, hey, if you're not comfortable yeah. taking your kids to a drag show, don't take your kids to a drag show. Yeah. But what I'm saying is there are some people that don't mind taking their children to a drag show because they don't see the harm in it. Personally, if I had kids, 
I would let them go to a drag show. I wouldn't, you know, everybody's parenting is different, but like, why are you restricting performers and saying, Hey, you know what? You can't perform in these certain areas because actually you're a danger to kids when yeah. none of that's been proven. Like show me any studies where it's like, you know, shit has happened. Kids have some, some kids got fucked up from a drag show. And I would argue, you know, they talk about the over sexualization of it. Yeah. Look at like the Super Bowl performances and, yeah. you know, literally uh, everywhere. Pop performers. Hip hop music videos. Exactly. Come on guys. Don't like, tell me that like, th- this is such like it's a bullshit argument. It's yeah. just like, you know, it's because it's drag specifically. A hundred percent. Like, let's be fucking honest. Sexualization is everywhere. Exactly. Think about, think about like, even just like growing up, like for us, like yeah. our generation, we had the Britney uh, Spears, Christina Aguilera. It's getting Aguilar. hot in here. So, so take, take off all, all your clothes. clothes. That was a huge fucking song. Exactly. I was like 12. Exactly. And like, you imagine like young girls and boys yeah. going to like a Britney Spears concert. Love yes. Britney Spears. She would be up on stage in a fucking bikini yeah. and a, a fucking thong shaking you. her ass. Yeah. So tell me why that's and, and okay. Nobody wants to ban that. No. And there's, I'm sure there are less than 18 year olds going to Britney Spears or other concerts. Was. Think about all the little kids that go to it's those concerts. It's just bullshit. Like yeah. you just know. I'm sorry, guys. It's bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm sure a lot of you believe it, but it is because that's the narrative that's been spun. Yeah. Because this is the dangerous thing. And again, they are not happening everywhere. There's like maybe one place in our entire city that does like a drag show Brunch. once like fucking yeah. every two weeks. Like it's not a big concern. You have to go seek it out. That's exactly. the thing. You have to go seek there it out. There are bigger, like I can't like, there are bigger fish to fry. I don't I know. know what the vegan term for that is. There's okay. bigger, there's, there's larger pieces of tofu to yes, fry. Okay. Exactly. Like this is not <laughs> the main concern. If you're concerned about sexualization, mm-hmm. There are literally so many other things that you could potentially ban. Exactly. But of course, why are we banning the drag shows? But this is what I mean. It's like, you're right. Like, I mean, and that's like, to my point, like to both of our points, it's like, look at, okay, so we should we should we ban all pop performers that dress skankly? I mean, look at some of these songs, wet ass pussy, all this shit. (laughs) And kids are listening to that, guys. We're not banning that stuff. We're not Mm -hmm. saying, oh, hey, maybe it has an 18 plus rating, but is, are we monitoring our children and saying, hey, you can't listen to these songs? Like, Like, are you going to ban, you know, music videos from households where kids are under 18? Like, come on, guys. But this is what I mean. It's everywhere. Exactly. And they're saying, oh, you know, this is having a detrimental impact on children. So anyway... And I would understand if drag shows were inherently supposed to be sexual. And we can have a conversation about not doing the ass clapping or whatever the fuck. Okay. Obviously, that's not something that we necessarily want. And I would say to those drag places that they probably shouldn't be doing that, especially because now they're going to people are going to use that as like an excuse. Food for fodder. Yeah. But like when it comes to like I've I've seen things about like drag show or drag readings. I don't really know what that is, but Mm. I guess it's like maybe reading to children about what drag is. I don't know. Yeah. And like that's not sexual like it's just it's just an excuse yeah they're always using this kind of excuse i agree with you and honestly because i've been to a bunch of drag show performances Mm -hmm. but i i would go in like a nightclub yeah so when i've been to drag show performance exactly and those some of them can get pretty sexual you know Mm -hmm. like and i understand that personally i actually have not gone to a drag brunch yet i really do want to go but i've seen videos of drag brunches and yeah you know drag queens do dress in some skimpy outfits right like that's part of the drag aesthetic and all this but like I think that the ass clapping that people are referring to, like maybe I'm, happened once. Yeah. I'm seeing <laughs> that as more of an exception because typically like yeah. if it's drag show brunch, they might be dancing around. Maybe they'll do the splits onto the floor. Yeah. Like, you know, like that kind of stuff. Maybe they'll do a couple reads because everyone loves when drag queens read. 
Oh, like when they're dissing people? Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> library rose is uh, open. Oh, the library's open. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all this kind of stuff. But again, so I commented about this. I actually commented this is one person's comment. And I was like, I think that, you know, depending... And again, it's your choice if you want to bring your kids. It's your choice. But I do feel like bringing your kids to like more alternative things is actually... And just growing and, and having them grow up where this stuff is like more normalized. Yes. They're actually going to become more compassionate, more... Yes. Um, caring understanding open to different Mm -hmm. lifestyles and i would argue that kids and this and maybe i'm left field here i don't know if there's any studies but i would argue kids that grow up in mixed racial households in uh same-sex couples in you know alternative lifestyle families are generally more open more open-minded and and actually compassionate maybe not compassionate but like more just like more likely maybe to be yeah exactly and less likely to be racist and homophobic and all of these other things versus like actual things that have been proven to hurt kids such as fucking guns <laughs> it's true yeah guys this is not the pressing issue it's, no it's the point but this what i like the fact that we're like this is the main topic of discussion it blows my mind is concerning to me it is but i feel like i feel like the thing is and I don't know if it's on purpose or deliberate, but I feel like the Republicans are really good at like really getting people heated up about topics yes, such that as, don't matter. Yeah, such as like or that matter, but they're doing taking it the the yeah the wrong way. Like like the for example, all the abortion stuff that was going on, all of the you know the drag show performances, all of this stuff now, yeah. and it's like these are legitimately things where I'm like. What the fuck? Why are we again? And I said this on the last. You mean overturning the abortion thing? Yeah, Yeah. overturning that, that kind of stuff. And I'm like, why are we focusing on these things that literally there are, guys? There's like so many other things that we should be focusing on. And I feel like they're good at it because they distract people, right? They're like, let's focus on drag shows about harming children versus let's actually get really fired up about gun laws and legislation. Like they're really good at like almost pivoting the conversation. Exactly. Moving it to that area. Cause then it's it's like, now um, this is all we're talking about. Exactly. It's the, what what, what I would call, I think it's um, an expression where they say it's like the red herring. Okay. Where you're, where you, the red herring is like, uh, you're focusing on the wrong thing. There's other stuff going on and you're laser focused on that. Yeah. They're very good at it. They've always done it. It's like things that like literally do not matter. Exactly. For example, you know, when there's a school shooting, they'll be like, it's video games. Yeah. And they'll like hone in on video games. Yeah. And like metal music and like shit like this. I know. I'm like, there's always "Mm." some kind of cultural reason as to why. It's never the fact that there's guns, guns everywhere in the United States. It's never that. No. It's the video games. And I feel like this whole drag, this, this bill, and I don't know if it's been passed yet. I think it's been proposed. Right. Like I think it has, because I think bills in, at least in the US, it takes time. Like they have to get approved mm-hmm. and go through this whole review mm-hmm. process which also means that all of your guys's government officials are voting on this stuff sure. wasting time on this bullshit yeah. when it's like well why don't you focus on things that actually fucking matter yeah. like uh like uh, yeah like the what is the percentage of parents actually taking their kids to drag performances exactly i assume it's not that many yeah. places and i would argue yeah if you go to you you might take your kid like one time yeah. a year like exactly you're not taking them like weekly to a drag show like maybe some people are yeah. but like Come on now, guys. And I would argue that the people taking their kids to drag shows are like, do not, they do not want obviously this bill to be passed. And like all the people that are so adamant about this bill, one, have probably never been to a drag show. Yeah. And two, have never taken their fucking kids to a drag show. Mm -hmm. And they have that right as well. Like if you don't want to take your children (laughs) to these things, fucking don't do it. Freedom, guys. Exactly. Freedom. Oh, freedom only some ways, Rose. Yeah. (laughs) When it, when it benefits the majority, um, not the majority, when it benefits their narrative, yes. that's when it, it matters. Yes. And to that point, so part of this comment and things that we're, you know, talking about and stuff, I brought up the compassion part and I was like, you know, 
kids that are exposed to the more things I feel like, and I could almost like guarantee you guys, we could search and we could find some studies on it. Cause I feel like there's, it would be proven. Um, but this person was like, Oh, well, you know, the Bible says it's an abomination and all this stuff. I treat, I teach my kids like caring and everything else. And honestly, guys, like, again, I'm very respectful of like, if you want to believe in whatever you want to believe in your religion and stuff, where it really pisses me off is when, and this happens too often where the Bible people take one or two verses out of there and they prescribe it, right? They're like, Oh, homosexuality is an abomination. Drag queens are, would be considered an abomination. I don't even know if that's actually even in the Bible. Probably not. Well, Probably no, not. they're like, man shall not lie with another man, all this kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, but that, drag shows different. No, I know. But, uh-huh. but technically that lifestyle. Right. It's, right? it's the, it's the homosexual <laughs> lifestyle, yeah. Daniel. But I, and, and, and I could be like off on left field, but I, I don't remember the exact like verses in the Bible and stuff, but I know. <laughs> really? You don't remember the verses from the Bible? Mm-mm. Daniel. Oh, you got it memorized. I should. There was like, there is verses in there about fucking slavery. How you can't eat seafood or some shit. There, yeah. There's verses of like, if you uh, cheat on your partner, yep. you should be stoned to death. Yeah. Like there's so many verses on there that nobody takes seriously. Yep. And I'm like, and honestly, guys, throw in a little bit of shade. Do it, Daniel. But let me tell you, if we want to talk about harming children, okay, <laughs> where, if you want to see the studies or see the the news articles, where have more children been harmed, guys? I'm going to throw this out to the audience, guys. And I know a lot, most of our audience is like kind of relatively on our side, I feel like, yeah, yeah. On, on this type of issue. And again, if you're not, this props to you. But <laughs> where has there evidence or where have more children been harmed in the church <laughs> or at a drag show? Exactly. And I'll leave it there. <laughs> Um, and, uh, so mic drop, mic drop. And uh-huh. speaking of gun legislation, Oh God, we need to talk about John Stewart. John Stewart. You're obsessed. I'm, I'm obsessed. Guys. Ever since I showed Daniel the, the John Stewart uh, interview, uh, Daniel's been obsessed. Guys, the reason I want to talk. It's so good. It's so good. And I want to, like, we don't have to deep dive. Maybe we'll just spend like five minutes talking yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, we yeah. already talked about it last episode, but I actually watched it after Rose recommended mm-hmm. it. And it, guys, if you haven't seen it, <laughs> just check search, it out. Yeah, John Stewart and uh, like Nathan, Gunn or Nathan something. Nathan Dam, I think okay, his name yeah, is. He's like a name. Republican. Um, my God, is he ever insufferable? Oh my God. So the reason I wanted to bring it up though is because the way that he constructs his argument yeah. is just so beautiful. And there's so many points that he brings up because he even says to him, he's like, because this Republican is really about guns and he's like more guns makes america safer that's his whole whole thing that's every republican's whole thing and i don't get it like i just i just you know once when you say something and you don't see results right ever so john stewart correctly says he's like okay so at what point do we hit the curve yeah you know he's like we have keep adding more guns to america right it's obviously it's going up yeah when does it start getting safer yeah like what at what point do we hit a point where a certain threshold of amount of guns yeah. actually brings safety. And obviously there's not because yeah. more guns, it's logical that it's going to create more problems. Yes. And then he also put some good points where he was like, um, he was like, well, why is it that when a police officer yeah. goes to somebody's home, they don't feel really safe because they're practicing their constitutional right to bear arms. Yeah. Like, so when they go to someone's home and they mm-hmm. know that there are guns there, should you not feel safer exactly. versus not safe? Yeah. Because technically more guns, mm-hmm. more good guys with guns is a good thing. Yeah. So, but it's always considered more dangerous. And mm. would you like be honest? These, I mean, of course, most of our audience probably, you know, <laughs> agrees with us. Yeah. But like, if you went to a party and you knew there were guns, would you feel safer no. or not safer? 
I, I would, would fucking leave. I bitch. would leave. I would feel because I've never that's never happened, right? And I remember one of my friends' parents actually had a shotgun, right? Because they're a hunter, they like hunt it. You can get uh-huh. a license here in Canada, but it's hard to get guns. Like it's not as easy. And they had a license because they went hunting or whatever. Yeah. And I remember my friend saying that there was a shotgun in the house. Oh my god! And then he took it out of his dad's <gasps> closet to show me, and I was like, "Fuck this! I'm leaving." Like, yeah, this is like scary as fuck. It's like, scary. Like you can accidentally kill people. People, I think people dying from guns is actually more accidental than, yes, than people like because other like, things. Anyway, yeah, it's just ridiculous. It's stupid. And then this is where the argument gets so good because he's like the license. Oh, that's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like it because the so he he, he asks him. He sets it up so good. He does. He's like so. A police he officer. knew exactly what he was. Doing. Oh, he did. He was like <laughs> smart, and the guy just fed into it. He uh, like fed into all the points. It's like he was playing him like well, a violin. I mean, you can't. That's the thing. You just have to ask these questions, and they're going to contradict themselves. Exactly. So he goes. He goes. Well, so again, going back to the police officer, why doesn't he feel safe knowing the house is full yeah. of guns? And then he goes. You know, you said that guns make things safer. And then he goes. Well, no, because it's not the gun; it's the person, mm-hmm. right? The person. And then he said, "Okay, but you guys have taken away our ability to distinguish right. who's a good and bad person because yeah. you don't have to register, you don't have to do any of these things." And he's like, "Yeah, but registering is against our, you know, constitutional, constitutional right. right to bear arms. Goddamn fucking constitution that shall not be infringed." Apparently. <laughs> so anyway, and then he goes, he goes, okay, so and this is this is so good. So, um, voting's a right, right? Yeah. And he goes, yep, voting, you know, it's a right. You have yeah. a right to vote. Yeah. And he's like, so what do you have to do to vote? <laughs> and then he like skirts around he it. He skirts around it so hard, guys. Oh, God. And like then, you almost felt bad for the guy. I'm I like, know. oh. Like if I was mopped, the if, if someone mopped me on the floor that hard, <laughs> I would go into hiding. And then, and then John's like eventually, like mm. this guy's literally trying his hardest not to say the mm. word register. Mm-hmm. Because that's what you have to do. In order to vote, you have to register to vote. Yeah. Even though it is a right. Yeah. Just like every other thing that you have to do where, for example, driving. You have to you register. Have to, you have to have a license yeah. to drive. You have to register your vehicle. Yep. Literally everything else that is especially dangerous. Yeah. You have to register, have a license. Mm. So then he literally just couldn't say the word. Yeah. Even though he knew that's the word he was looking for. Yeah. And at the very end, John Stewart's like, you have to register. Yeah. And then he goes, yeah, but does the right to register or right to vote, doesn't it say, it doesn't say in the amendment, thou shall not be uh, infringed. And he's like, oh, so this is like a semantic argument. Oh, God. I was just like, this is crazy. And then it was funny because then he, he pivoted again, referring back to the drag shows. And he goes, obviously, you guys are, you know, against drag shows. You're saying, you know, you, and then he's like, yeah, we want to protect children, blah, 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 blah. And, and then he's, John says, do you know what the leading cause is for death in children? And then, and then he says... I assume you're going to say firearms. Yeah. And, and then, then he's like, he's like, like, it's not an assumption. Yeah. It's fact. Yeah. Like he's like, you're making That's so sad to me. It's cra- it's crazy that to me, That's like the number one cause like again, guys for kids, I'm, I'm going to be transparent to you guys right now. God. Fully transparent. Sorry. I keep, as, I keep as if we haven't been transparent. Well, I know we are, time. we are being transparent. No, but honestly, if, if, if for example, there was statistics and in the U S for whatever reason, God forbid the leading cause of death or harm to children was drag shows. <laughs> Then I would understand and I would be like, you know what? I'm still going to go to drag shows because I have a great time. But Mm -hmm. for some reason, kids keep dying at drag shows. So I understand why, right? Like that makes sense to me. Or if I was like really, again, even though I'm a supporter of drag shows, if I knew there was statistics and things to back up to say, hey, you know what? Actually, this is harmful to children. Then I would, I would appreciate that. I would say, okay, fair enough. (laughs) I don't know how, again, this is what shocks me about it. Yeah. It's not just America. It's a lot of countries where you have politicians in place where they're like, we want to protect children, for example, or we want to protect whatever. And yet 
they're not tackling the number one cause yeah. of harm to yeah. children. Like, I know. It baffles my mind how like it, you can't yeah. get more logical than that. And I know they, or illogical. Yeah. I don't know what the word is. You know, non-logical. Like, non-logical. Yeah. It's like it's they literally just like don't talking care to a brick about wall. the kids. They don't. They care more about getting money yeah. from the NRA. <laughs> it's crazy. To and me. making it like keeping it that way because mm-hmm. politicians are bought. Yep. By, you know, uh, organizations like the NRA, and now they've made it an institution. They've made it this whole thing. Now it's part of the culture. Yeah. It's, it's so ingrained. So I understand it's going to be very tough to change anything. Yeah. But do you think, do you think that these politicians, like the guy that was on the show with John Stewart, uh-huh. do you think he realizes how hypocritical they're being? Like, I think so. Like because, deep down, like, cause I, th- I mean, look at him. He wasn't even at, not at one point. Did he sound like he was even convinced of his own argument? He yeah. was just spewing out the same talking points as before. Yeah. And when you're like faced with those like hard facts, mm. it's like, you know that you're bullshitting. Like I yeah. think most of these, especially on the gun issue, I think most of these people are bullshitting. Mm. Especially when you're like against like, you know, I can understand if like, because it's so part of American culture, if you like want to keep guns, but you want to make sure if you have a license mm. and you have to register and just go through like basic, you know, basic assessments. It fucking baffles my mind. And, but, but like, so if the fact that they're against that tells me that they just care about money. Yeah. Because like that makes no well, sense. Well, and, and that's exactly it because probably the NRA doesn't want people to have to register because then because that, that will decrease. limit. Exactly. exactly. Because because the bad people, because he said, the, the guy, the Republican on the on the interview mm-hmm. did say it's not guns that kill people. And someone's commented on our podcast once it's about this. It's the people that it's kill people. It's people that kill people. Okay, if that's the truth, which uh. it is because a person has to shoot the gun, that's the case. Make people have to register to prevent or to curtail yes. amount. Of course, cri- like and exactly. people will say criminals will get guns. Yeah, they will, but it's going to be harder, right? Like literally, if- look at any other country but the U.S. and it's literally the opposite of what the U.S. is doing. Okay, it, it's 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 so fucking crazy. And and the crazy thing to me is like you have so many examples of countries that increased gun legislation that did all these things. And shocker, <laughs> yeah, the gun violence went down. Like it's it's it's, it's it's like there's no uh, it's, refuting it's a mental it. health crisis, Daniel. Oh my god. Do you think other countries don't have mental health problems? You mm-hmm. think America is the only country that's like suffering from mental on, health? There are countries outside of the United States. Mm-hmm. Let's please like Ugh. I don't understand how people don't know this. Other countries mm. also have mental health problems. Yeah. There are some countries with even more severe mental health problems yeah. and they don't have, you know, the number one <sighs> cause of death being fucking guns. People be crazy. People really be they fucking are. crazy. Like even, we, I know we keep going on about this, but mm. it's so insane to me. But it's just like, it's one of those things where it just like irks me so much. Like, I just want to like, you know, when you just want to shake somebody yeah. and like, wake the fuck up. Like, but it's, it's more, I think it's more disturbing to me because I feel like they know but they are don't give a shit. They don't care. And yeah. I think that scares me more because it's like you should know mm. that it's like, you know, because if you're a good guy, it really shouldn't impede your right to have a gun. Right. Like exactly. if you just have to go through a few steps to get a gun. I mean, look at how many people drive. Mm. OK, you think it's going to stop people from driving if they, all they have to do is get a license. Mm. People are going to you if you're you know, if you're a good person, you should be fine with this law. Mm. But. They want everyone to have guns without any, any checks and any balances, which is why we keep seeing time and time again, the same, these, the same issue with these people that have all kinds of mental health problems, all kinds of red flags, having multiple guns, and then they shoot up a fucking school. And then you wonder why. Yeah. And you're like, oh, well, you know what? We'll make this safer. More guns. Oh God. 
Anyway. Oh, anyway. Guys, I'm sorry. Let's yeah. keep going. Let's move on, guys. Let's I just move wanted, on. I wanted to touch on those two what, things. Because what other uh, late stage capitalist hellhole story do we have? Oh, another one. <laughs> another great one, guys. No, I just wanted to talk about this one because it's quite new. Um, I guess this this was has been passed quite recently. Oh, has it been passed? Yeah, because I know that, for example, telecoms communication or telecoms ugh, mm. telephone companies and stuff have started doing this now. So tele right. telus oh, did this. Yeah, right. So basically, what we're talking about, guys, and this is in Canada for those of you that are from outside of Canada. Um, joys to um, the Canadian market <laughs> and what they're doing. So up until now, typically when you buy something with your credit card, right? At a grocery store at a grocery, or anywhere. 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 At a grocery store, cafe, whatever, you pay your grocery, you pay your bill. Yeah. And a lot of people, part of the reason, like at least why I use credit card, I'm sure you and a lot of other yeah. people, um, is because you do get points, right? So yeah. you you get like a point system and like you can, you know, get a free trip and do all kinds of things with your points. Um, and as long as you're paying off your credit card, it doesn't really like, yeah. cost you that much, um, except maybe the annual fee, whatever. Anyway. So this fee, but credit card companies also charge businesses, right? Like yes. they charge them a credit card processing yes. fee. Banks also charge a processing fee for debit as well, I heard. Yeah, it's, so, it, the fees are crazy. Yeah, so they're, they're, they're also impacting uh, merchants as well. But this isn't new. Like this has been going on for years. Yeah, so, right? so the, usually the companies have to pay the yeah. fee. Yeah. Continue. So, so a couple of things. So now they're saying that companies will actually have the choice to pass these on to their consumers if they want. They yeah. have the option to. God damn. Now, I have a couple thought <laughs> says, my mind thoughts about it this. It says up to 2.4% for certain credit card transactions. Mm -hmm. Continue. So, I mean, to be honest, personally, I'll, I'll tell you like my own like situation in a minute. Uh -huh. But personally, I'm like, I know that the, the fees might be really high. I don't know what they are because I'm not a business owner, right? Yeah. So there could be some high processing fees and stuff. But like... From my understanding is that businesses have already kind of baked that into the price a little bit. Yeah. The, the processing fee, right? Like they're like, their prices have kind of incorporated that. Now it says here that a lot of companies or a collection of, of merchants were trying to sue Visa, MasterCard, a couple of the For banks, all the fees? For how expensive. They're saying these fees are getting prohibitively expensive. Yeah, it is very expensive. So instead of the Canadian government being <laughs> trying like... To decrease the fees it decrease the fees with the credit card companies they're like you know what all of these consumers we've been hit with so much inflation yeah everything's going up just pass it on to the consumers yeah so now people are saying well hang on a second a lot of these merchants have already put the cost of credit card transactions baked it into their prices sure. now if we have to pay an extra fee for the credit card yeah that's like double dipping yeah like essentially we're going to be paying extra for for stuff that's already been baked into the price right and then also like my question is, well, at least from my perspective, is like, I'm just not going to use my credit card anymore. I mean, that's what I would do. Yeah. Because like the whole, because the thing is, people, first of all, it's fucked. Okay. The whole, the whole thing is fucked. Mm -hmm. I do agree as a business owner myself mm -hmm. that the credit card fees are atrocious and yeah. especially Amex. This is why we don't really allow Amex yeah. because Amex is, they take even more. Yeah. I, I don't know exactly how much, but the Amex fees are insane. Mm -hmm. Um, so you know, so that's why some businesses, they only do cash. Yeah. Right. Which I mean, it's, it's insane to do that nowadays, but yeah, but it, maybe more businesses will switch to that with this, these new things coming up and how expensive I mean, credit cards are getting. That's the thing. It's like, I, and the problem is again, it's the banks, mm -hmm. the banks should not be charging this much. Exactly. Okay? They are literally just robbing everybody. And so that's the thing. It's like the government should not put this on the consumer because now not only because Canada's fucked, right? We have to pay a goods and services tax on yeah. top of uh, whatever, 
whatever. Every other fucking country outside of North America has their tax embedded in the price. Mm. So you don't, you know exactly what you're paying when you are getting something. You get yeah. a bottle of water, $3. It's that's $3. what you pay. Yeah. Here you got uh, GST, which is goods and services tax. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we're lucky because we're in Alberta and we only have 5% GST. You yeah. go anywhere outside of Alberta, the taxes can go up to like 13, 15% total. It's crazy. On, on top of what is advertised. Yeah. Okay. So that on top of, let's say you're, you're buying something, I don't know, hundred, let's say you go out, eat at a restaurant. Yeah. hundred dollars. You are getting taxed, let's say 13%. You're paying $13 extra on top of your $100 and then you're getting taxed or, and then you have to pay a tip, which now is expected to be 20 minimum, yeah. apparently. Minimum, yeah. And that's going to be on $113 tip. And now what? We're going to pay a 2.4% credit card transaction? Yep. yep. Who? People. People are going to stop eating out. They're going to stop doing anything. This is killing this is the consumer thing. spending. Well, and I saw a bunch of like... Ah! It's crazy. Like they are, I, I'm shocked because I'm like, okay, the solution to the Visa, MasterCard and the collection of banks having such high fees yeah. is pass the fees onto consumers. Yeah. Like I, I just, I don't see the logic here. Like I'm like, why don't they put a little bit of pressure on them to say, Hey, you know what guys, yeah. Do you, you have really to lower to your charge? fees. Exactly. Do you exactly. really need to charge 2.4% on credit card transactions no. when you are literally just rolling in the dough? Cause I think and literally it, your only job is mm, buying and selling money. Exactly. Think about it. Like as me as a consumer, right? Like I have an annual fee that I pay my credit card. Yes. Right. So I have an annual fee that I already pay. Now I don't pay any interest because I pay my credit card off all the time but like there's people that will collect interest right and so and it is a lot it's a lot it's like 20% or something ridiculous ridiculous. if you carry a balance so my thing is I always I use my credit card literally for everything because Mm -hmm. you get good points but if it's going to change to where and and I've already done this already because I use Telus for my internet provider and they basically said if you are using uh, credit you have to pay an extra I think it's like 2% or something on your bill so I was like fuck that change my direct uh, to be direct debit because I, I it, to me it makes no difference if I'm paying cash or credit the reason I pay credit is for the points yes so if they're going to take away the incentive because the points that you get on a credit card actually probably isn't 2.4% exactly that's the it's thing. like maybe 2 maybe yes. 1% that you're going to get so if you're going to negate the points that people are getting from yeah. the using their credit card like especially people like us that yeah. there's other people that use credit cards because they, they can't afford things and they're in debt and yeah, stuff yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. a l- little bit of a different story yeah. and I feel bad for those people that's even get, worse yeah so they're going to get charged more now it's almost like you're harming people that are already in financially. People are already in financial ruin. I know. It's it's just like it. This and again, I get it. Some businesses, it's tough. Exactly. But fucking, who is the middleman? The bank. Yeah. Like, why are you not focusing on the bank? Oh. It's because again, like they're. Bo- this fucking pisses me off. Exactly. And like the thing is, <clears throat> I just so, wait. In response to the lawsuit, Visa and MasterCard agree to let Canadian business owners pass the fee along to their customers. Because, mm. of course, they're not going to lower the fee. But listen to this. Due to consumer protection laws, businesses in Quebec can't charge their customers the fee. Fucking hell. We got to move to Quebec. I know. See, like, Quebec does a very good job at actually protecting the, you know, we can, we can complain about Quebecers all we want. Yeah. Okay. But I think the Quebec government, one thing they do is they do a very good job at protecting their citizens mm. there's a little bit more of a focus on consumer protection yeah i like on this article though they said <clears throat> and this guy's this will never fucking happen but it says it's possible that merchants who elect to charge processing fees will lower sticker prices they'd previously inflated to account for the cost of accepting credit cards no Bull why would you do shit. that well why don't no that's so stupid because mm. if i was gonna if i was gonna opt for charging the customer fee mm. 
No, like I, I know that's stupid. Well, Cause like, if I was going to do that, why would I lower my price? I might as well just like, just keep everything the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, no, if you're passing oh. the fee onto the consumer. So instead of like, instead right, of you so paying then it's $2, still incentivizing. $2. I know. Okay. Yeah. I get it. So, so it's still incentivizing them to pay cash. Exactly. So either way, it's, it's, it's just so well, fucking it's, stupid. Well, it's fucking insane because we've created this world. Again, they force you to use a credit card, mm-hmm. right? Because we've talked about this before where you have to build credit. Oh my God, you got to mm. build credit. You got to make sure that you can pay <laughs> off the credit card. <laughs> Me. You have to build a fucking credit. Yeah. So you have to use a credit card yeah. to build credit. Me. <laughs> build credit. <laughs> It's so fucking stupid. So because you can pay off your credit card, that's how you prove that you're building credit. Yeah. Even though, even if you've never missed a bill in your life, you've never, you know, had any debt in your life, it doesn't yeah. matter. You have to have a fucking credit card yeah. and use it. So you need to use the credit card. Yeah. So now that you're going to be forced to pay on top of the annual fee of the credit card yeah. and whatever interest that you may pay, because you might be a few days late on your payments or maybe mm-hmm. months. Now I got to pay the extra two point fucking percent. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's crazy. Well, I'm telling you right now. So like. <laughs> if a business starts doing that. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm just not going to use my credit card. I'm just not. I'm honestly not. I'm going to. So uh, there's other options. Like there's a, you know, like Wealthsimple, for example. Like, yeah. The prepaid card. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that doesn't charge right. you. Right. Well, it does. I'm sure there's still a merchant charge and stuff, but it's not considered a credit card. Right. So like, for example, I set that up for to pay my Telus. Right. Because I just put cash on it. Right. So it's, right, right, it's, right, it is right. technically it's like cash. It's basically like a cash card. Exactly. Yeah. And and you get points on that, like a little bit okay. of cash yeah, back yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you don't, it's not considered. God, that's really annoying. I know. So like, honestly, if I'm that's so the case. I'm so annoyed. I literally, I am going to stop businesses that do this. I will not pay credit yeah. there because, because actually for me, like, again, I have no, I honestly, I have no preference if I want to use my credit card or debit card, yeah. I can just pay for whatever or not whatever, mm-hmm. but I'll just pay for whatever I need with whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. But the sole reason I use my fucking credit card is to get, point. is to get the points. Me too. Literally. That's it. Exactly. And you get like good points, yeah. but the points are not worth 2.4%. Yeah. The points are maybe like, like I don't even know one, what they're worth, but it's definitely not 2.4%. Probably like one, maybe 1.5%. Yeah. I mean, if you have a really good credit card, then you might have some points, but then you have to have, there's all these, you know, things that you have to do, right? You have to either spend a certain amount or you per have to year. like, or you have to like, if you get like a travel one, you have to like do like a round trip flight somewhere yeah. and like spend this much. And then you get the fucking benefits. Exactly. So at the end of the day, like, sure, it's nice to get like, points and things and mm. you know i appreciate my points yeah but 100 percent, like it's not worth yeah. all of the extra costs you know what's funny though i don't know how many people are like that are like us that just do it for the points yeah but a lot, lot of people i think a lot of people most people i speak to when i talk to them about using credit cards is because of the points it's either points or to build credit yeah that's it so essentially honestly i think that the this is really stupid and actually the credit card companies are also stupid for doing this because because yeah, less people at the end of the, use it. exactly at the end of the day People are just not going to be using their credit cards. Like, yeah, I, I could, I could almost, I bet you that. Because, like, what you walk into a store, right? Yeah, and they say two point five percent transactional fee. No one is using their fucking credit card if they no. can help it. Trust me, no, I would exactly. not pay even if I was paying like a three dollar thing. Fuck that. Nope, I will not. I refuse. Yeah, I, I literally I fucking, fucking refuse. refuse. Sorry, guys, but, but like, why would I? Why exactly. would I? If I have a debit card, exactly. Again, the only reason I would is if I had no other form of payment. Payment. Exactly. That's it. Like if you forgot your debit card and you had yeah. only your credit card what with you. What is wrong with Canadian banks? It's fucked. We're also the the country where you know, for example, in the UK, if you if you pay uh, if you take out money at an ATM, you can take out money from any bank ATM yeah. and you do not get charged any ATM fees. Yeah. Okay. You do that in Canada. If you don't go to your own bank, you will 100% be charged. I think it's like $3 or something. Something ridiculous. And I you, sometimes never. Sometimes you get double charged. You get charged at the bank yes. you use and the and your bank. It's fucked. It's yeah. actually fucked. So Canadian banks are really fucking taking the piss because apparently the government's letting, yeah. letting them. 
I talked about this in another episode of the podcast, but I think it's really relevant just specifically for this yeah. type of stuff. Um, and it was the, they were talking about the, and it was, I think it was another TikTok that I watched a while ago. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they mentioned about how um, the power of that cash is king. So mm. for example, like if I go to Rose's, Rose's cafe yeah. and I buy something that's exactly $20, yeah. I give you $20, you have $20. Yeah. You go buy something else with that $20, $20. And you could pass it on to a certain number of merchants and it's it's always $20. $20. Yeah. However, on the flip side, if if you if I if I get something worth $20 at your cafe, I pay with my credit card. Yeah. You get a bit best less because right. the, because the transaction so maybe you right. only get $18, then you take that $18 and you use your credit card yeah. at another place, eats away, eats away, eats away. It eats away money. Yeah. So the next thing you know, go down 7, 8 merchants, yeah. that $20 turns into like 3 because yeah. of all the bank fees and everything yeah. else. And it's all going to the bank. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and the credit card companies like it is actually crazy and to me like if i was in parliament or legislation or whatever i would say okay we're getting a lot of these lawsuits against visa and mastercard maybe we should revisit the fees they're charging the merchants yeah and perhaps we need to start figuring out like what's what's a reasonable amount yes. that they should be charging not okay we'll give you guys the right to pass oh, God, it on to consumers are so the worst not only do so if you're a business owner so That's crazy not only do you have to pay for example like um, depending on the business account you have, mm. you also have a certain number of transactions. You you can have like an unlimited transaction bank account, but of mm. course that one has the high annual fee. So and in order to uh, negate the high annual fee, you have to have a certain amount of money oh, in that bank account, which you can't really have in like a savings account, which of mm. course then you're going to lose money on interest. So there's no win-win situation. So ours, we, we do have it in an unlimited account yeah. because otherwise you have a certain number of transactions and then you get dinged extra transactional fees yep. on top of the credit card fees yep. that you're paying. So it is, the fees are insane. Yeah. Like if you're actually, it is insane. So I'm not at all saying like, it's not insane. Mm. It is insane. Yeah. But to, tra- to transfer that to the consumer is also insane. Yeah. It should, it should be revisited and say, yeah. you know what, actually Visa, MasterCard, these companies, you're only allowed yeah. to charge X to merchants. Yeah. But I mean, I guess it is like, it's up to the business owner if they want to do that. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's a good idea. Yeah. Because most people nowadays use their credit card. Exactly. Okay. And 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 honestly, you're right. Like if it, honestly, if I went to any store right yeah. now and they said a certain form of payment, if I was going to plan to pay in cash, but for whatever reason they're like, "Oh, if you pay by cash, it's an extra 3% right. or 2%." You would pay a different form. I would pay a different form. Right. Nobody so maybe, is going to fucking pay I know, it. That's a, it. It is a deterrent, I guess, for people to use the credit card. Yeah. So like, I get it. But at the same time, it's like, what if the only thing you brought was the credit card? Like, yeah. it's just annoying. It it's would so be stupid. like, I think from a consumer's perspective, it would be like from a business perspective, I guess I kind of get it. It's like yeah. you're deterring somebody from using credit the credit card. card because they, you assume that they have different forms of payment. Mm. Right. So if you already have an, ex- like if you already have that set, like, oh, 2.5% extra for credit card fee mm. and the person on the receiving end only has a credit card. That's annoying. Yeah. And I would be annoyed as a consumer that I'm getting charged extra mm-hmm. because I only have my credit card. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't want to do it because it's like, it's not, it doesn't look good for your business. Yeah. Okay. Like it doesn't look good to do that. In my opinion, mm-hmm. I think it's better to like, it's almost better to just increase your prices if you don't want, you exactly. know what I mean? Increase them a little bit. And exactly. And, and that's what the argument is with a lot of people, a lot of people are, cause I was going through TikTok. That's how I thought about people this. People are pissed. People are angry. They're like, this is already baked in the price. Like, why am I yeah. now paying more? Yeah. 
Um, it's crazy. It's actually crazy to me. Um, God, like the extras are mm. insane nowadays. I'd like to poll our audience, guys. <laughs> so for those of you in other countries, in the US and Germany and UK and all over the world that are listening to this podcast, <laughs> um, if your country decided to charge, I don't know, some kind of fee for using credit cards, would you use an alternative form of payment? 1,000% I know yes. I would. Fuck that, man. Like, and, and this 2.5%. Is the, that's a lot. Especially especially now, right now. This yeah. is like the worst time to be increasing I prices. Know. Because it's like... consumers. Exactly. We're already getting so fucked with inflation. Yeah. It's like, it's actually scary. Like, yeah. it's just getting scarier and scarier. And like with I this know. kind of shit, I'm just like... People cannot afford shit. And no. It's, it's insane. And what and about like, people that like, again, that are living paycheck to paycheck that yeah. may rely on the credit card and they have to use the credit card. Mm-hmm. And now they're going to be hit with the fee. Now they're going to be hit with this mm-hmm. fee. They're going to be hit with the 20, 25% interest, oh God. which also is a fucking scam, which I'm like, how is that allowed? How can they charge that I much? I know that is like, it's, it's all fucked. Like mm-hmm. the bank system is a scam. Like I forgot to pay my bill once. Oh, it's ridiculous. And I got an interest charge. I was like, and I got so mad at myself. I was like, fuck, I forgot I to know. pay it. I'm sure I've done it a few times yeah, too. And it's so high. It's so high. It's ridiculous. Oh, and I'm like, well, I wish I got that in my savings account. I know. You know, I know. It doesn't work it's the other so way. It's so fucking dumb. Ugh. It's so dumb. And then like all these minimum, you know, how like again, to, in order to avoid the fees, yeah. you have to keep like a certain minimum amount. And even if it goes down, just but for like a day, mm-hmm. they'll charge you that fucking fee. Yeah, yeah. So I've had to like call them a few times being like, fuck you, don't charge me. Yeah. It's been like a day. Fuck off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, these places, like these banks are scams. Yep. I, I agree. Oh. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Anyway, moving anyway, on. Anyway, speaking of banks. Oh God, what's next? So this is a big story, guys, right really? now. Really? What be going on? Um, It's kind of complicated. Like I don't fully understand, understand okay. why this bank is failing or failed. What bank is failing? So Silicon Valley Bank, SVB, SVB Bank, apparently okay. apparently 16th largest bank in the US. God damn, they got a lot of banks. Exactly. They got, I mean, the US has shitloads. Yeah. Like literally, I you think got a like, shitload of people. They've got like, how many banks do they have, Daniel? I have no idea, but a lot. So 16 largest. So clearly there's a lot more than that. Oh yeah. There's, there's like, honestly, like I feel like each like state, there's little ones, there's little ones. I think each right. state has its own bank. Like right, right there, there's 50 states or 54 states. I don't God know. damn. Yeah. There's a lot. So of course, 50 states, Daniel. God damn. There'd be bigger <laughs> ones. There'd be smaller ones. But anyway, what had happened or essentially kind of what had happened is this particular bank, I guess they said it's like a tale as old as time where basically they had a run on the bank which, okay which basically what that means is like typically banks don't like if everybody went to the bank today to try to take out their money it the bank fail. doesn't have enough money there yes. so like first of all that's kind of a fucked up system anyway you know what i mean like it's because they're weird. making money out of nothing that's why exactly so <laughs> so like literally guys if all every single one of us went to our bank to take out our yeah. money the you bank would be fucked like they couldn't do there it so there is no money so the, the way the system works is like people trust the banks, right? Yes. So they're entrusted that, hey, you know what? And some of the deposits are are secured up to a certain amount. like Sure. And that's usually backed by like, I don't know, the government or something. Right. Or like the, maybe the banks have to pay. I, I don't exactly know the full thing. But yeah, so this this bank, Silicon Valley Bank, collapse marks the second biggest bank failure in U.S. history. Oh, so they fully collapsed. Uh-huh. And I heard, I heard a rumor so that... So what happens to people and their money? Well, some of it is backed... Um, so it says right here, because Silicon Bank customers were largely businesses and the wealthy, they were likely more fearful of bank failures since their deposits were over $250,000 US, which is the US government imposed limit on deposit insurance. So I think up to $250,000, okay. you can insure it. Like the, okay. it's insured through the bank. So you'll guarantee to get that back. Anything over and above that, right. you might not get it back. Oh. Uh-huh. Okay, wait. It says 
Silicon Valley customers were largely startups and other tech-centric companies yeah. that started needing cash more over the past year. So yeah. this is a tech issue. Yeah. Venture capital funding was drying up. Companies were not able to get additional rounds of funding mm. for unprofitable businesses and therefore had to tap into their existing funds, often deposited with Silicon Valley Bank, which yeah. obviously they were obviously targeting tech companies, which makes mm. sense, Silicon Valley Bank, the name. Yeah. So... Yeah, they were the the center of the tech startup universe. So, okay, so it's kind of making sense because tech mm. is kind of crumbling right now. I don't know what the fuck's going on with tech, yeah. but basically it's crumbling. Yeah. A lot of people are starting to withdraw their deposits a lot more than normal. normal yeah. And it says initially it wasn't an issue, but the withdrawals st started requiring the bank to start selling its own assets yep. to meet customer withdrawal requests. And this is where the problem exacerbated. Right. Because a lot of the bank's assets, what this bank had done, it says at the top here, the bank had bought billions of dollars worth of government bonds okay. or bonds the past okay. couple of years using the customer's deposits. And this is very typical, right? So they, right. the bank invests in these assets. Yeah. Well, the thing is these investments are typically safe because, but the value of the bonds fell because they paid lower interest rates because of everything that's been going on with the right. interest and, and all this kind of uh -huh. stuff. And so the, so this bank is forced to sell assets because consumers or their, their customers are drawing out money. So right. the bank's like, shit, I'll sell a few of my bonds over here uh -huh. and I'll pay Rose her hundred thousand that she has. Right? right. But the issue was all of these bonds were worth less than what they paid for them. Right. So now they're starting to sell all these right. assets off at a loss. Right. And also bonds are supposed to be long term. Exactly. So, well, that's it. Yeah. It says banks hold on to those for a long time mm -hmm. unless they have to sell them in an emergency. Yeah. So that's another thing. Yeah. So it's supposed to be something that's beneficial if you hold it for a long exactly. time. Exactly. So, but not beneficial in the short term. Exactly. But I think, I think honestly, like we say, oh, you know, the tech thing, blah, 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 blah. But ultimately, I think, again, you're saying, okay, well, the issue here partly is like, why was the why is the banks I mean I'm sure it had other assets but why is it relying so heavily on bonds first of all right because you're always saying that you should diversify and stuff right and I'm like has the did the like I feel like the banking industry still is going on and doing a lot of weird things <laughs> that aren't regulated like the, right. the fact that this run on the bank and the fact that they were invested in all these bonds like there should be checks and balances that uh -huh. don't allow these kind of things to happen right so yeah so basically now it, they became effectively insolvent and it was brought down by the oldest issue in banking, yeah. a run on the bank. Yeah. Which is so what happens to all the money? That's oh. the question. I think a lot I think it's protected by some kind of law. Like right? There is some kind of level of protection. There is well up no, there is. And there is insurance, right? Like the, the right. deposits are insured up to two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Right. So like if you But had, after that are you fucked? I think pretty much. Like Oh my god. But I think that's but but I think it depends. Like it says here, right, bank regulators have to seize their assets to protect the assets and deposits remaining at the bank. The most immediate problem is Silicon Valley's large deposits. The US government insures deposits up to two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, but anything above that level is considered uninsured. Oh shit. Yeah. And it says the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation said insured deposits would be available on Monday morning. However, the vast majority of Silicon Valley Bank's deposits were uninsured a unique characteristic of the bank of this bank due to its customers being largely startups and wealthy tech workers so basically they're gonna these rich people are gonna lose a lot of money mm -hmm. essentially and it yeah. says um, at the moment all the money can't be accessed and likely will have to be released in an orderly process so oh what's gonna ha what's God. gonna yeah what's yeah. gonna happen is and i feel like this is like it's almost like when you fall for bankruptcy i feel like yeah yeah because yeah, typically yeah. what happens is they'll have okay we have this list of creditors uh-huh we have this much assets yeah. and then you get somebody that like 
manages it and like yeah, yeah, divvies you get, like, it a up. Lawyer and like yeah. exactly. So what it would happen is like if we were all invested or not invested, had deposits, yeah. we would get up to our two hundred fifty thousand. Sure, because that's insured, so we get that back. Anything over and above that, God damn, they would have to like divvy out in, in a fair process. However, they do it. So I need to know how many banks there are in the U.S. because I want to know what sixteenth largest bank. Let's see. <laughs> Wait a second. Can you guess how many there are? Um, if I had to guess, okay, I'm gonna guess there's 125. Am I reading this right? You're very cold. Very cold. Like 500. There are 4,236 FDIC insured commercial banking institutions in the U.S. as of 2021. Yeah, hey, it doesn't surprise me. Four over four thousand banks. It's insane. They so also they also. What's have, the moral of the story, Daniel? Does this mean we need to diversify where we keep our money? Potentially. That's the thing because, you know, maybe I'm sure each bank has a certain level of insurance. They do. No? So this is this is actually a really this is brings me to my point when, yeah. when I, was I mean work, not that we all have two hundred fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, some of us aren't as rich as you. Rose. Oh goddamn! I do not have um, like, guys. <laughs> Before you try to rob me, trust me, I do not have two hundred fifty thousand dollars. U.S. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but no, um, in the U.K., a lot of countries are similar. I can't remember what it is in Canada, but uh-huh. I remember in the U.K., I think you're in, insured up to I want to say eighty five thousand pounds. Sure, but you're right; it's spread out over institutions, right? right? So if you were wealthy, but I mean, most likely you're not going to have a collapse of all institutions. At exactly, the same time. but that's why you could spread. That's it out. That's why you need to spread it out. Probably if yeah. you have a large amount of assets. Yeah, right? if you have a lot of money on deposit, yeah. you should probably get up to that deposit protection sure. and then plan it with other banks. Yeah, goddamn. Because, but you have to be careful because in the UK, and I think the rule is the same here. If the banks are like owned by each other, like so for example here, oh. Scotia Bank and Tangerine are the same bank. Right. So if you had deposits in Tangerine and Scotia, I think, and don't quote me on this, I think that the insurance is just for like the one institution. Okay, okay. Yeah. So you have to be you have to be mindful of this. Like you have to like I I haven't done enough research into it and stuff, but I do remember in the UK this was a big thing. Like if the bank is part of like like let's say Lloyd right. Lloyd's had like a different kind of like bespoke bank over uh-huh, here uh-huh. it would be part of the lloyd's like umbrella right right know? so interesting yeah i think it's just interesting it's funny because the people well people are freaking out like they're like wow this bank is just collapsed like that is that's a big deal because if that's a that's a big bank then if uh-huh. it was if there's four thousand over four thousand banking institutions yeah uh number 16 is pretty high up that's high up there that's very fucking high up yeah um but it that's says a, that's a bit that's a bit scary. Yeah, and it says that this is gonna have knock on effects, though, which it will. It says, however, there might be economic ripple effects, especially in the Bay Area in San Francisco. Oh God, they because, don't need another crisis. I know because the tech industry is already suffering. Yeah. Now this bank that is, is typically works with the, all of these tech companies yeah. has collapsed. Right. Meaning that a lot of these places are their deposits are only insured for up to two hundred fifty. Yeah. So it's like now they're gonna lose all the. What if they can't pay their staff? Yeah. What if they can't do all this other stuff? Like it's gonna have these knock on effects. Yeah, because two fifty thousand is not, not enough. A lot. Not in a commercial yeah, not business. Not in a company. No, like like that's not a lot at all. Not for a company. And these tech companies are huge, yeah, right? Some of them, and, and they pay their I, staff a lot. I mean, maybe it was a mistake to have a. Maybe it is a mistake to have a have a bank that focuses on one industry. I think that's part of it. That's part of it. But I, I think another I mean, mistake. You're probably right. They probably did a lot of shit, shady things. Yeah. Who the fuck knows? Like why, why were they so heavily invested in bonds? Yeah. Like why, you know, what about their other assets? Why yeah. are they, why were they restricted to only sell the bonds? Right. You know, that de 
devalued. Like right. they had no other assets. They had nothing else. Like that's where God I'm like, damn, Daniels. I don't know. God damn. Be scary yeah. as all hell. Anyway, few lessons, guys. Spread out your monies. Mm-hmm. If you be rich as hell, spread mm-hmm. it out. Second lesson. Don't put your money in a bank that focuses on one industry. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Cause it should be volatile. dude. It's true. And this is why, like, again, I feel like, I mean, people probably thought this about the Silicon Valley bank. They're probably like, it's, it will never fail. Yeah. They're like, they're like tech is booming. It's going to boom forever. Yeah. Wee! But it's like, it's kind of crazy. Like I've never, we've never, I don't think we've ever experienced a bank failing here. Have we? I'm sure. I'm sure. But maybe not like a huge one. No, like not a huge one. But we don't have that many banks. I mean, how many banks are there in the, in Canada? Let's see. Like 10 maybe? No, there has to be more. Because there's like small ones, right? Like we're not, we're thinking of the small. We have right, to right, right. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Let me, Google. I'll let you guess. There's hold not on. as many as the US. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? 4,000 something fucking banks? Like what the hell? Uh, that is insane to me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, guess. 15. <laughs> hold on, wait. This is weird. It says, oh, wait, hold on one second. List of banks in Canada. Mm-hmm. 80. <laughs> is that it? That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So there are more than 80 banks operating in Canada, including 35 domestic banks. I don't mm. know what that means. Oh, I guess 35 domestic banks and then the rest are like foreign institutions. Right, right, right. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, I'm sorry. 80 versus 4,000. I'm surprised there's 80 though. That seems like a lot. You'd be itchy. Mm-hmm. Stop scratching. God damn, my body's falling um, apart. 80 does sound like a lot, but not after I heard 4,000. I know. Because the thing is, like, sure, of course, uh, America is like so much bigger than Canada. Yeah. Like we're talking, uh, they have 10 times the population. Yeah. But that's not... Uh, 10 times the amount of banks. Exactly. I know. Exactly. But then also you have to argue like, because they're 10 times, they're, they're, their population is 10 times as big as ours, but their economy... I think it's way it's more than also 10 times. huge. This yeah. is true. This is true. So and a lot of businesses operate from the U.S. So yeah. a lot, a lot of different. Fa- and also, you know, U.S. is like the birth country of capitalism. So of course they'll have yeah. more banks. Yeah. <laughs> Even though you know what's so fucking crazy about this guy is like thinking about the again. I'm not. Sli- are we gonna rant? We're not ranting. We're not slagging okay. off the U.S. But I'm just like it's the birthplace of capitalism. All this other stuff. But also like the U.S. has an in the U.S. like as a country has an insane level of debt. Right. Like one of the worst. What I think it? it's like, it's like, it's insane. Like per each person, it's like so much money. Like, but that's how they, that's how it's made though, isn't it? Mm. It's cause it's the banking industry, right? Yeah, well, well I, was, I mean, are we talking about like country as, as a country? country as a country, like right. borrowing money from other places, right? right? Like to, I don't know how to it fund works. all this stuff. Like it's, right. it's fucking crazy. But right. anyway, but they also, they're also the richest country in the world. True. Mm-hmm. For the time being. I mean, I think it's still the richest. It's going to be the richest country in the world because there's, a few people that hold everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they got all the power. And they're in the US. Yeah. It's like I saw this really interesting thing, guys. Just the last point and then we'll kind of finish up the, yeah. the podcast. Oh, God damn. We'd be, we be talking a lot today. Mm-hmm. Continue. But one thing I saw was really, really interesting. It was like, I can't remember if it was like in a marketing class or something in university. And they showed like all of the brands that we would know, like household brands, like, <laughs> like Halls I know and, you know, Mr. Clean and like all of this yeah. stuff. They did, they, and they did this like crazy web and it was like all of these companies. Yeah. It was like I think it went down to like five. It's re- five it's own literally, fucking everything. Yeah. Li- literally, there's like yeah four or five companies mm. that own basically everything. It's insane. It's literally crazy, and it's like the saddest thing ever. Yeah. And that's why, especially like in Canada and the U.S., like, uh, 
it's the big problem. And again, this is actually global. Mm. You see just chains everywhere. Yeah. Nowadays, if you go to any city in Canada or US, it kind of all looks the same. I know. I hate it. It's really fucking sad. Yeah. So that's why like I try like to go into the small businesses because like, you know, they're not going to be bought by the big companies because they're small. Yeah. But like you got to support them. Otherwise, we're literally just going to have Walmart, fucking Starbucks, McDonald's. Oh. It's all going to be like that. And it's already becoming like that. I know. I like it's really it. sad. And even like, for example, so when I was in university, I studied abroad in um, Italy. Mm-hmm. And one thing I really liked about it is that they actually didn't have Starbucks. This is in 2010. Yeah. I don't think they had any. Maybe they had like one. Maybe okay? like Rome. Rome. Yeah. Like, like I don't even. I, don't, I think they may not have had it at all because yeah. like Italians, you know, you know how they are about coffee, right? Yeah. Even though in Starbucks they use like venti. Is that even fucking Italian? I don't, grande. I don't know. Like mm-hmm. they use these little terms to make it sound, you know fucking whatever yeah okay which makes no sense i'm sorry who came up with these fucking sizes yeah tall grande venti that it's not even the same language i know i think i think what's venti so tall i think is in english yeah. right uh grande is it's spanish or it could be it- italian too i and guess i think venti is italian and they, and they all mean large do they yeah <laughs> hold on venti starbucks meaning <laughs> Oh, venti means 20. Oh. So maybe it means 20 ounces. Oh. But oh, then venti. Right. So maybe it is in Italian. It's all in Italian then. Is grande then? Hold on. In Italian, venti means 20. But then that still doesn't make sense because mm-hmm. is grande uh, Italian? I think it's, yeah. Gr- no, is it not? Yeah. Italian. Okay. So grande is Italian for large. See, I knew that. Venti means 20. And what is tall then? Just Tall's just in fucking English. Yeah. Like, what the hell, dude? Okay. At least be consistent. Yeah. Anyway, they didn't have Starbucks. Mm. And so like, and they have, and it's really cute. Like you, they have these little co- cafe bar mm. things. You just go order an espresso. An espresso. Okay, a cafe. And sit in the Un plaza. cafe, por favore. Per favore. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like a euro. Okay. And they give yeah. you like the little, little espresso shot. They don't do like the tall coffee. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's so good though. And it's so good. Oh. And I miss it so much. I love it. And then... But then some people were like, I miss like Starbucks. I didn't miss Starbucks, but sometimes I did miss like a tall coffee yeah, yeah, yeah. when you can like sip on it for a while. But you can get, like, anyway, other, now like, they have Starbucks. Yeah. I think they have Starbucks. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Well, I know from even the small town that I was in Spain. Yeah. So like to be fair though, I kind of liked, okay, so I was in this small, like it's a like, not small city, but like yeah. it was a city. Like I think maybe like four or 500,000 people live yeah. there. The good thing is though, there was only one Starbucks in the entire city. So like yeah. in a sense yeah, that like it's not as common. It's not like sure. here because here if it was a city of five hundred thousand, yeah. there'd be like twenty thousand Starbucks. Yeah, but there there was one, and most of the local coffee shops. That's where everyone went. Like the Starbucks. Like I walked past. I did go once. Um, <laughs> but inside, you we're was, still North Americans at heart. Apparently. I know inside the Starbucks, it was mostly like the university students. Yeah, or like tourists. Right. It was yeah, never. Tourists, guys, when you're traveling, try not to go to Starbucks. Yeah. Okay. Maybe once. Okay, but I do not understand people that every morning you got to find the Starbucks. Yeah. You are traveling people. Try what is local. Exactly. And like I, I do this like because on both my backpacking trips, mm-hmm. primarily ate local, did local yeah. things. There was one time when I was... <laughs> you had McDonald's. Yeah. And me and my friend went to McDonald's because we were like at that point had been backpacking for four months. Yeah. And we were just like, oh my God. It was like, we actually hadn't seen too many McDonald's and we saw this one in this big city. Yeah. So we're like, fuck it. Let's go get it. Like, I, I get that. Once in a blue yeah. moon. And then we also, when I was in the Philippines... Went to Starbucks once there. Right. But it was crazy. And it was actually really sad. Like Starbucks prices. It's in, insane. It was like 
Yeah. And you could tell it's for tourists because like, for example, like you mentioned the espresso in Italy. So an espresso, like one euro or maybe even a cappuccino or whatever. It would be like two, maybe three euros. You go to Starbucks and the price is like seven euros. It's like the same price as like other places. It's ridiculous. And in the Philippines, like because the Philippines is quite cheap. The Starbucks was like equivalent to like Canadian prices or something. Like maybe not right. quite. Yeah. No, they always but are. But I was like, whoa. And Everywhere. I was like, yeah. I was like, this is expensive. Like everything else we were get getting it. is why like. Would you, why would you go to Starbucks? Yeah. Okay. So I found out there are 20. There's actually not that many mm. at least, but there are 20 now in mm. Italy and they only opened the first one in 2018. So I was mm. right. There were yeah. no Starbucks in Italy. But how sad is it that they're there now? I know. Like I just want something pure for once, you know, mm. something where it's like, you know, it's not tainted by capitalism. <laughs> I know. But you know, the thing is, I do think like, yeah, there's 20 stores there and they might get a few more mm-hmm. or whatever, whatever else. But I just feel like because of the European culture and lifestyle. Yes. They're just not gonna be as popular. Like all the teachers. True. Yeah. You would think. Mm. But there's as tourism, you know. Yeah. Becomes popular and it becomes some places, maybe Italy because they're a little bit more stubborn. Yeah. But like, you know, sometimes the tourists make something popular and then the locals think it's cool and it becomes like a status symbol if you go have Starbucks. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sorry. No, but I th- like- no, but I think you're mm-hmm. right. Like, for example, in the Philippines, because it's way more expensive than everything else. I'm sure if you're like a more wealthy exactly. Filipino, you might go there to get Starbucks all the time because exactly. you're like it's a symbol of status. Yes. And it's like, but I just, you're right. Like, it's just like, even in like Spain and Italy and all these places, it's like, I just hope that those chains, because that, that's one thing I love. Even when I was living in Spain, yeah. there isn't as many chains, at least where I was. Maybe in Madrid oh, and Barcelona is a so bit more. It's so nice. But like you walk around these cities and it's like, even in Barcelona, I remember walking around, it's like, yeah, of course they have McDonald's and they have a few of the other ones, but they're few and far between. Like yeah. it's mostly a lot more, at least when I was walking around there, like local restaurants, bars, Especially all like stuff. food areas. Yeah. Like they they have more, like in Italy, what I noticed is that Food wise, there was a lot more like local mm, places. Yeah. But like they did have like a big chain, like clothing stores. Oh, yeah. That was very common. Like in Spain, Zara's everywhere. Yeah, exactly. It's a oh, Spanish it company. is Spanish, yeah. so that's understandable. Zara's everywhere. There was H&M, like all that, yeah, like yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. shopping, definitely. Yeah. But like the actual like restaurants, uh-huh. bars, that kind of stuff. Exactly. There wasn't really chains. As much. Yeah. I just, yeah. This is why, like, again, if I travel in like North mm. America, I'm like, yeah the same as any other city and how sad will it be if europe becomes I like really north america i really don't want it to but then it would like we might as well just not travel well exactly what the fuck's the point at that point why would i travel fucking all the way to europe take a 10-hour flight and to, to get, go eat at mcdonald's and get starbucks get starbucks coffee nah! exactly and on that po- <laughs> and on that positive note guys me and rose are no longer traveling so <laughs> except for thailand and bali which is coming and up and i'm so. going to morocco in, oh, right. in like a, basically a week oh god dang so, I mean, Morocco is going to be really interesting. I feel like Morocco would not have many chains. Yeah. Okay. So I'm very excited for that. See, now this is like, I want to seek out the places where it's like, you know, there's yeah. no fucking Starbucks in every corner. Well, I bet you there's probably still there one probably Starbucks There probably is a Starbucks, yeah. but I feel like it would be quite an interesting experience. Yeah. I'll let you guys know. It will. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. Once again, make sure you check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Once again, our March exclusive will be discussing the controversial video that cosmic skeptic Mm. has released. And and might I say that we're skeptic of this video? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) God, that was terrible. We are are (laughs) skeptical we're skeptical of his video yeah so we're gonna talk about that in the uh new patreon exclusive which is coming very soon yeah so make sure you follow us or join us over on patreon mm-hmm. and if you guys want to come with us to bali and thailand you can uh, check out the links in the show notes or description mm-hmm. and 
If you're not already, guys, <laughs> if you're watching this video on YouTube, it took me a little while to get there, but I got there. Um, if you're watching this video on YouTube, don't forget to hit that subscribe button if you're not already. Give this video a thumbs up. Show us some love in the comment section. Clearly, we read them. Um, <laughs> and also, if you're but in a little also, if you're listening to this on your favorite podcast platform, hit that follow. That way you guys get updated as soon as there's new um, content on the platform. And yeah, that's, that's pretty much it, you guys. Yep. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.